Hey, it's Richie and Wes. He's Richie. And he's Wes. And this is our show. Trolling social media and asking our sex question of the week. Hi. Hello, we're back. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. It's us. <laughs> Richie and Wes. <laughs> we are talking about first-time sex stories this week. Yes. Can't wait to hear this. And definitely talking about some weird shit on TV. Oh, yes. And an update to something we talked about a couple weeks ago involving Stranger Things. Well, you know, we have often said that mankind is on a journey to self-extension. Mm-hmm. But you know what will probably never die and will always be part of the Earth's ecosystem shade shade and <laughs> shady ass cockroaches who oh yes will ride a motherfucking goldfish i'm like sorry what did. did you see this video this no video? what you the did fuck not are you talking about goldfish video no google along i'm literally just typing roach and goldfish popped up so let me ew yes what in the world yes Oh no! Is he eating him? <laughs> that was my question, girl. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it. That's so disgusting. Cockroaches will not live us all. You know they could survive underwater for half an hour. I'm sorry. What? Yes. You're shitting me. No. No way. Mm-mm. He was just going for a joyride. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, in other nature news, I guess it's like our nature segment. <laughs> Have you seen this meme pop up about plants? No. It makes me I love cringe. how we are on two different internets. Like, we really I- are. <laughs> no, we are. But it also <laughs> meshes up so well every fucking week. So, there's a meme going around with Rick Moranis from Little Shop of Horrors holding Seymour, little baby Seymour, before he, he became big. And I have to give respect to M. Night Shyamalan. It says, in reality, plants are actually farming us by giving us oxygen daily until we all eventually decompose so that they can consume us. Uh, I was like, uh. Oh, and you know the plant world is very competitive. They will strangle each other. Yes! I mean, a Venus flytrap still blows my mind. How that happens is beyond me. But I was like, this is... Oh, that's weird, because, yeah, we really cannot survive without them. No. And then those of us, I mean, most people are buried into the ground, and they do consume us. So we are not farming them. They're farming us. (laughs) So the happening... Was right. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the happening was an absolutely horrible but highly entertaining movie for other reasons. Oh, God. Yeah. From, in, from M. Night Shyamalan, where it turns out, spoiler alert, that the plants have actually just controlled people because we were overpopulating ourselves, and they were like, nope, we're going to kill off some of y'all. Mm-hmm. With pollen. Like, and people started, like, committing suicides, and... What not? And now it all makes sense. We all owe M. Night Shyamalan an apology. Not for that not horrible for that Avatar movie. movie. No. <laughs> not, not, for not for Avatar. Not for Avatar. No. But maybe he was on to something. Mm-mm. What do you have next? Well, right into more shade. We're shading animals. We're shading everyone. Speaking of animals and Hollywood, Squid Game. Uh-oh. Uh, that's a terrible... Tra- God, that was a terrible transition. We're usually better at this. It's all right. <laughs> it happens. Uh, whew, Squid Game, the show about poor people who competed mm-hmm. willingly in a game where they would die if yep. they did not complete... A game. The game. A basic childhood game. Is now being turned into a reality show. Wait, I'm sorry, what? For how? Ne- for Netflix. But how? how? <laughs> it's like paintball guns or something? I mean, you can't kill people, obviously. execute them. 
And they're competing for the largest prize in reality TV show history. I'm low-key intrigued, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I totally am. Sorry. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I want to see people fall down from fucking glass planks into, like, obviously, not to their death, but into a giant trampoline or something. I'm so you know, down for this. Show them land. It's just like, ah, and then they cut away. Yeah. Have you seen Floor is Lava? I've seen clips. Okay, it's the most ridiculous show. Yeah. It is so silly. But when they fall into the lava, they're like, ah, and you see their, like, hand going into lava. Oh, God. And then they just cut away. I'm not mad at so that. It's not, you don't see them get out of the lava. They're not, like, covered in the lava. They just, like, I'm disappear. I'm not mad at that whatsoever, And honestly. then it's whoever's left. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, here for that. I thought that was cute and funny, but I thought the whole point of Squid Game was to kill people. Was yeah, oh, uh, was not, was <laughs> what a desperate society we live in, where people are willing to mm-hmm. either abuse themselves or potentially harm themselves. Or did yeah. they already have fear factor? I mean, right? People had to eat this bugs. Is, this, I mean, that was the extreme, the quite honestly. That I mean, this seems more like American Gladiators, to be quite honest. No. I mean, remember that? No. I just don't feel like it has an understanding of the show itself. Yeah. Whatsoever. But it, you would watch it. I just want to see people fall. <laughs> I like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Watch Flora's Lava. Fuck Squid Game, the reality show. I mean, what is next? The musical? Probably. Jeez, there's a musical about everything. Mm-hmm. Except for our show yet, but... You know what else I don't know about? It's this fucking Brad Pitt cover. You saw that, right? <laughs> no. You wait, you wait. How? I told you. How are we on two different internets? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, do not Google it. I'm going to show you, because I want you to be shocked. Okay. This is Brad Pitt's GQ cover. Bam. Why does he look like he's casket ready? This looks looks like a dead body. Very much. Interview with a vampire in 2022. That is exactly what it's giving me. Very confused. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this? He is a corpse. He looks horrible. (laughs) Someone said, Did he die? Is this a death issue? (laughs) That is his casket. Again, you have to Google along. Yes, you have to. Audio show. We presume, well, we presume you're on one of our internets, apparently. Yes. (laughs) We apparently are in a multiverse of internets. You've either heard or seen these things this week. I did love all the Barbie memes, but yeah, I haven't seen shit about Brad Pitt. Poor thing. Yeah, I guess like the theme was something about dreams. Oh yeah, opens up his dream world. Someone said, well, maybe that's like a dream world. That That is a nightmare. That is not a dream. Why does he look petrified? He very uncomfortable. He, it, it's, it's so horrible. Yep. Who's doing the photography at GQ? Ooh. And Angelina, probably Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. You oh, know, Lord. And who is doing I, it, the behind the scenes of uh, Wendy Williams? Did you hear about this? Oh, the whole Wendy Williams shit. They're drawing that show to a close. Oh, it closed last week. And all her, they did was yeah. a video mm-hmm. shout out. Of, of course. How fucking horrible is that? I'm like, come on, yeah, do a montage, her. like, say what you want about Wendy Williams. She is an icon in entertainment media. She is. Mm-hmm. No, here, again, here's where our internet's cross-sect, because I definitely saw this. People were upset that they had no plans to bring her back for the yeah. final episode, which, of course, they did not. And 
Yeah, you're right. She certainly said a she's lot a of things. She's a polarizing a lot of figure over the years. So are we sometimes? Uh, sure, but she also is someone who built herself an empire, one hundred percent, and paved the way for many of women in entertainment gossip industries to be Hot able. Topics come on. Yes, Wendy Williams made you feel like you were like we try to do. You felt like you were sitting down with your girlfriend. Yep, and that's it. Having a cup of tea. The fact that In she stole she stole the term "hot topics" from the View, <laughs> and she said, "I know that the View says it's hot topics, but, but we do it better." And everyone thinks when people think of hot topics, they don't think of the View anymore. And that show had been on for twelve years at that point. You you think hot topics you think wendy williams mm -hmm. that's some iconic bullshit that you can steal something from an already extremely successful show and then tweak it to the point to where the general mm -hmm. public thinks of you instead she, the way she interacted with her audience, how she... It was so... She would have very contentious moments with her guests on her Oh, show. yes! It, it, it was never the run-of-the-mill interview. It was always something could or would happen. Yeah. And she would ask the questions that we were all thinking, quite honestly. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Uh, I think you kind of knew right away if someone was in with Wendy because yeah. it was kind of a cackle the whole time. Yeah. Because, obviously, she's going to ask those questions. Mm -hmm. So, if you're remotely media trained, you know how to answer them. Yes. Number one. But yes, and I like you said, she definitely could be polarizing. She did say a lot of shit about a lot oh, of yeah. years. But that is did she kiss everybody's ass. And one thing I loved about her was that she's like, Look, this might have happened, but I'm a grown woman and I can change my mind. And I may have said this three years ago, but that's not how I feel. She said it about the whole Britney Spears situation. She was all, Jamie Spears, how dare you? How dare you? I've been on your side this entire time thinking that Britney had something going on and now all this comes out and now it's all making sense. She's all death. Death to all of them. The mother, the sister, the brother, and the father. Death to all of them, which actually got edited out, but the clip is still there. That is the montage she deserved to send her yes. off on her final episode. But so. she would always say, That's you know what? Sure. I can make some bad decisions. I'm allowed to change my mind, damn it. And that is the truth. <laughs> For all of us. Yeah, it's just sad that because she was physically ill, that that yeah. is what sort of drove everything to a close. Mm -hmm. And it is certainly an example of how we treat those who... 100%. I will say this, and I, lo and I love you, Wendy, but with this whole bank situation, and she talks shit about Britney's conservatorship for how long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, now you know how, how easy it is to, to, to be locked out of your finances because something happened with you medically. So hopefully she starts taking people's mental illness and things of that nature a little bit more seriously because it happened to her. <laughs> she just got her money released back to her. Well, mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, I think you had mentioned this, the... Vampire slash Vampire Slayer yes. series first kill. Mm-hmm. Have you watched this show? No, I haven't yet. I have not gotten a chance to. Work has been very stressful. You have to fucking watch this show. It is... Is it a cackle? So bad. I mean, it is good bad, but it is ridiculous. Okay. Like, it is the kind... I'm down for that. It is the kind of show where you're like, this is a new show. On Netflix in 2022. That I didn't film myself. <laughs> Some of it is that. Like, there, it, I take it back as well. There is bad CGI. Oh, Lordy. I know I said a few episodes ago we have been spoiled by yes. CGI that is too real. I oh, no. Oh, no. There is definitely bad this CGI. This show said, hold my beer. Let me like, remind you how, <laughs> how bad like CGI can still be. Charmed original series. Oh, no. Mortal Kombat Annihilation level CGI. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, man. I had such high hopes. It, but it's fun. Don't get okay. me wrong. It is fun. Hey. But, wow. 
Don't Good expect too much. Lord. <laughs> well, while not expecting too much, you know, you know who I expected more out of? Normani. One, where's the fucking album? Where? Two, this last single was a flop. Stop releasing slow songs. You are a pop dance girl. Also, why the fuck are you Chris Brown's video ho in his newly released video? After being friends with Karuchi, who he physically abused. Girl. I'm sure your team made you do this. However, there comes a point in time. <laughs> I can forgive you for taking fucking forever with this goddamn album. I think it's honestly going to be very good. I really hope she doesn't stick with this whole Mew Mew Pew Pew Zara fucking pop trend that everyone's doing because she can actually dance her ass off and perform. Mm -hmm. I don't want slow jams from you. <laughs> I want upbeat, up-tempo, <laughs> motivation-like fucking videos and songs. Give us yes. fucking bots. I don't need this. I think the last thing was called fair. I don't fucking know. It's not fair that you're, first of all, doing this to your friend. Secondly, where the fuck is your album? How, though... I'm losing interest, though, and I don't have an attention okay, span. But so. if, right. But how, though, if... Your team made her do it. Here's what I don't understand. How does it elevate your career in any way? Because people are still fans a... of... I feel like her team feels like, let's just make her visible until something hits. You had somewhat of a hit with fucking motivation. Why are we two years after that fucking video came out? And there's still no album. Wild Side was released last year. That was an amazing song. It was slower, but the video was amazing. Your performance at the VMAs was amazing. Yeah. And then it takes us eight more months to get another fucking single. Release a damn album already. Give us a high-energy bop. And with a fire-ass video, because you can, you're can, you one of the few girls out right now that can actually perform on a Britney, Janet, Beyonce level. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, once again, we should be in charge of people's careers. We really should. It, it makes no fucking Just sense. Just listen to us. Listen to Richie Rich. Please do. Not me. I'm like, what else? Uh, yeah. I, she is very talented. Yes, extremely. I'm like, girl, stop being a fucking Instagram influencer and a part-time video ho and be your own fucking artist. Or fire your team. Something has to fucking... Ugh, it's, it's getting frustrating at this point. Well, talking about disappointing musical acts... Justin Timberlake <laughs> actually did not disappoint in his mediocrity because everyone made so much fun of him for his dancing? If you can call it that, it was more of an Irish jig. Someone said that he did the hokey pokey. Which he did put a right foot in, a right foot out, and did turn it all about. So that is very, very accurate of a description of what the fuck he was doing on stage. Someone said, did he just get off of work because he's giving me IT vibes right now? Yes, he seriously... He definitely did. The khakis? What is it with khakis and... I don't understand. I don't know Anything khaki what he was wearing. Has Another example of how, of how men can be so... Well, straight men. I'm not going to say... Because Lil Nas X puts on, puts on a fucking show with costumes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Straight white men... No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to delete the white part. Straight men <laughs> in general get the praise of being so fucking mediocre on stage, wearing whatever the fuck they want, but then women, and now gay men, since we're finally breaking through yeah. a little bit into the mainstream, have to put on full-on choreographed shows, costume changes, pyrotechnics... Yeah, Justin Timberlake is proving that white people can't dance or dress. Like, he is definitely looking like he just walked out of Kohl's. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, it is fine to shop at Kohl's when you're in a casual environment. But when you're performing on stage for thousands of people, put a little effort 
into what you're doing. Also, why did he look like he was trying to solve a math problem? I don't know was what dancing. was going stop. on, but it was really embarrassing. Stop. Just stop. You know what? There's a point where we get a little older. Let the backup dancers do it. Come I will out, take a Britney fully choreography situation that she's actually hitting some marks and on the floor than whatever the fuck he was trying to do right there. Uh, you can just stand no. there and let the background dancers do it. Like, let just... Them, let your dancers do their job. You do your job. You saying you entertain the audience. It's what he deserves. Someone actually <laughs> said, I can't imagine being a 40-year-old pop star and someone... Literally, immediately, tag the Janet Jackson "Rock with You" video where she's doing everything in one fucking take, okay, and well, and they're like, "Excuse me, but huh?" <laughs> because she she did it very very well, right? Because she hasn't lost a step. Exactly. See what happens when you're fucking evil. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you lose your fucking talents. That's, that's what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> girls well kate bush hasn't released music since <laughs> the late 1980s and she's still getting paid but her shit not only does it have a classic sound to it because it doesn't use any yeah of the 80s mm -hmm. random synths and whatnot and yeah synths and all that stuff it has a very just a totally different sound and feel a very timeless and big you know, echoey, amazing sound to it. Well, we obviously mentioned her a few weeks ago because of Stranger Things and how mm -hmm. one song, although I'm sure many other songs of hers are gaining in streams too because of that. But that uh, running up that hill on uh, Stranger Things was... Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that not only did she write and produce that song, but she also owns... All the licensing. Oh yeah, I for our last conversation because I was wondering if she did or not. I came mm -hmm. across an article, and there's I think only seven people who have actually written, produced, and recorded their own song and owns all the licensing yep. and everything, all the rights. She was already worth like fifty million dollars, and that, she lived which, in seclusion. Which just goes to show you, you don't have to be in the spotlight to be living large. And those of like some people who are in the spotlight aren't living that damn large. That's very true. It is. Yeah, people are very blinded by thinking someone's a flop or someone has mm -hmm. fallen off or a has been because. They haven't heard from them, or they haven't had a hit in a while. Meanwhile, these some of these people are, are living their fucking what we all want to do, not fucking work. Right, living their <laughs> lives, traveling, living their lives, literally owning shit, traveling, based on smart business decisions that are right. continuously giving them money. For most artists, I think you're like you said, kind of like with Beyonce, you're gonna have your peak and what have you. And then, I mean, granted, I do think there are artists who still continue to churn out constantly, constantly, yeah, material. But not everyone's gonna be a number one artist all their entire career. Even that never like happens. Dolly Parton, who I think has an amazing span and career, yeah, she hasn't always maintained a number one or no exactly hit. That. Exactly. You know, pop 100%. culture, zeitgeist, where yeah. everyone is listening to her most recently. On the song. radio. I was like, no. Yeah. Most of them are smart, and they invest their money, and they just write off of what is popular, and people know what they are popular for. Hence why Janet never switches up her fucking choreography. <laughs> and that's not shade, but people, like, she... Janet was one of those, one of the first people that actually had, besides Michael... Full-on choreography that you would remember and mm -hmm. would staple in your you head. to a Janet show, you are going to want to see her You want to see the if breakdown. You yes. want, like, you, you're, that's what you want to see. She's not going to change that. Exactly. And she knows that because she's smart. <laughs> and you will all be there in general admission doing the, all the mm -hmm. movements yourself because she knows that you know it. There you go. Well, also, just own your shit. I think that's the most... 
I think that's the most interesting thing about our current situation, right? You have all these independent artists, whether it's content creators, podcasts, mm-hmm. musicians, comedians. You know, we've had like uh, Tim Murray on the yeah. show. He's a comedian and does a really good job on social media of putting up his shows mm-hmm. and reels and like all the stuff. Yeah. So much work. And you really have the ability to gain and create your own audience now. Yeah. And then you find what's, what works and then you stick with it. We're not going to be some political news podcast next week. No. Because y'all don't want to hear that shit. You want to hear us talk about sex and talk shit about celebrities and talk shit about ourselves, actually. <laughs> it's going to be... Like we know our niche. The first half is an ADD mess where we catch each other up on shit that we saw on our social media feeds. <laughs> and, you're, and you're all our people, so uh, you can relate. Yes. We know our audience. Exactly. And our audience knows us, so we don't have to apologize for anything. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the sex question of the week. First time sex stories. <laughs> now, these can be very satisfying or very awkward. <laughs> and I'm this can so kind of, excited this about this. This can kind of define <laughs> your whole, you know, <laughs> introduction into sex so far on Twitter 100% of people said it was awkward <laughs> you are our people great exactly we love you because well let's see uh, we have a ton of responses yes this should be pretty easy to say on assignment I say that prematurely I so we will see so I right. it up every week, so. 16-year-old me met a guy at met a guy cruising a public toilet. We went to some woods nearby. It was huge. Oh. I said huge because they put it in capital letters. Uh. How'd you know about cruising at 16? Okay. All right. All right. Um, with my best friend in his basement, we unironically said no homo after. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Betcha did. Oh. Next one says, magical in high school with my first love. Set the bar so high. That's cute. Aww. Aww. We don't normally do like warm and fuzzy moments on the yeah. show, but you know, that one's cute. Horrible. Uh, my first time topping, I lasted for over four hours because I didn't know when to come. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Are they a robot? Uh, by that point, it's like. Seriously. <laughs> That's a long a time. Half a gallon of lube. Come on, four hours. Is the tops or is the bottom still alive? It's <laughs> a lot of penetrating. Also, how do you train yourself just not to come? Exactly, and like, like what? What was the signal? We need a follow-up answer to this. Whoever this is, more. I'm not going to say it on like on the air. Obviously, a lot more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lordy. Oh my god, shame, but first grabbing his dick on a dance floor and ended up in a dark room. We didn't even finish. Oh. All right. All right, here we go. First experiences. We have Sophia Petrillo here. High school. After baseball practice. (laughs) Sicily. (laughs) (laughs) Me and the shortstop in his truck. I was catcher times two. Oh. Well done being creative with that. Okay. We appreciate that. Thanks, All right. Baseball analogies aside. Yeah. I was, oh wow, we have a late bloomer. I was 31, oh. went on a couple of dates, caught feelings, got brushed off, and ghosted. Oh man, that's not the journey I wanted for you. Wow. Welcome to the gay. Damn, and such a late age too. Fuck, man, I'm sorry. Um, with my boyfriend's older brother on their parents' bed while they were at the funeral. What? Oh! What? Now that was a journey. Wow. Yeah. That is a two-sentence. It's amazing how you can go on a full-on <laughs> Netflix limited series within one or two sentences on here. This is the content that we bring you on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I was 31, went on a couple of dates, caught feelings, got brushed off. Oh, wait, no, that was the same guy. Sorry. 
Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. He still has a lot of feelings. I, I do. <laughs> um, threesome with my best friend and her boyfriend. Oh. Whoa, hold on. There's more. Oh. That they had planned without telling me. Ah. Ah! What? That's definitely a... I'm not gonna lie. I'm totally in love with that. Mm -hmm. Alright, and I have a baseball captain on a band trip. So many baseball Wait, what? What? Why is the baseball captain on a band trip? I... Okay, we need again. We need Look, follow -ups. I didn't play sports. Okay, <laughs> that just seems weird to me, <laughs> right? <sighs> this uh -oh. guy says, his "I'm afraid." That was a long sigh. What happened? This time was with a banker. Okay, who had a fat dick, who was really surprised that I could take it, but he had terrible skills. Oh. See, just because you have a big dick does not mean you know well, how to use it. Well, anchor tells you a lot. Oh, true. You know, that was the one thing when I was a kid. I was like, oh, please don't make me wear a tie and like be a banker. Mm -hmm. up. I can't handle it. Especially like when I'm walking. He was an all pair, which it means a foreign person living with you who's mm -hmm. basically working for you. We did it in a kid's bed that was shaped like a race car. Oh, so oh, you, I don't like that. You fuck the help. That's great. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. On the kid's bed? That's gross. Again, we don't king shame anyone normally on this show. However, I, I'm i not approving that. That's weird. Race car. I couldn't even I get hard. change the sheets. I couldn't even get hard in that setting. It's a child's room. Shame on you. <laughs> And we shouldn't know on the show half the time, besides, like, a couple of politicians. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Who's next? Oh, I drank a bottle and a half of vodka and fucked my college roommate. Good for y'all. The fact that you could fuck anything after, after a bottle and a half, half of vodka. Of vodka. Again, good for y'all. Do you remember those times, though, where you would just, like, drink vodka straight? Because you didn't know. Oh, you I drink I know. drink martinis. So I drink vodka straight. There's a twist. There's something in there. Come on. There's olive juice, yes. I do drink dirty martinis, so. But still. Yeah, I remember, because you just didn't know what you were doing. So you're like, ooh, alcohol. Mm -hmm. I have a friend like that, who he doesn't normally drink. Uh-huh. But when he does, he's like balls out to the when wall. When he drinks or he goes somewhere like a party where there's drinking, he just pours the drink, chugs the drink like it is a tall glass of water on a hot summer day. Uh. And then 15 minutes later, he's like, oh, I'm fucked up. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's like, yeah, you just drank straight fucking alcohol. <laughs> Chug In a very short amount of time. Of alcohol in like 30 seconds. Oh, Jesus Christ. Whew. Anyway, that'll lead to some many first times doing that shit. Uh-huh. He likes it. First time. First and last times. I mean, yeah. <laughs> fucking kill yourself. Fucking fuck. Ooh. First time was when I was wine drunk and I drained my friend's balls. All right. I love the descriptors. Yes. Yeah, so, again, <laughs> some of y'all go above and beyond and we really appreciate it. All right, took a shower with my best friend. I know he's straight until he kneeled and started sucking my dick. Ooh. Well, I mean, first of all, it's a he can still be straight, sure. but you know, just it's only it's only gay if you kiss. Exactly, one hundred percent. Older fam friend took me to basement and showed me his speedos. Oh. I fucked him dirty. Oh. Sorry, I'm still traumatized. <laughs> oh, no. I'm all, man, what a dirty mean. That was like two months ago. <laughs> that was a horrible memory. How You can't accelerate my trauma. <laughs> and tell me when, when I can get over it. I will let you know when I'm done with it. I didn't like it. The scars are still there. Uh, 
Alright, gave my first BJ to a guy I met at the gym, wore his ripe chalk while blowing and swallowed. Oh. Alright, well, there we go. Wow. Descriptive. Yeah. Again, thank you so much. Mm. Um. Can I skip something? Hold on. I did. But sometimes Instagram doesn't give the answers in the right order. Yeah, I don't. It's just so. Yeah, we all know how annoying this is. Let's see. There we go. Hotel in Egypt with waiter rubbed his junk on my elbow at dinner. Gave eyes. Came round room an hour later. Oh, that's a fun first time oh, story. Yeah. In Egypt, an oh. Egyptian. Hey. Ooh, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, had to walk past his. <laughs> uh, Sorry, guys. Okay. Shout out to our fans in Egypt. This is a big ol' dig rubbing against your right? shoulder. Oof. Oh, here. Let me mm. see. Can I give you some more wine? You're like, yes. Let's see. Um, had to walk past his four roomies who thought he was straight. They heard us flip fucking. All right. Well, well, hey. It was with my ex, and on a rainy day, I couldn't bottom, and as a top, it hurted. He, it hurted. Hurt, but okay, thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is my kind of story. <laughs> a manager from a KFC hit me up on Grinder, blew me in his car, and then had me fuck him in the car park. Uh, did he get some chicken? He better, he better have gotten a two-piece and a biscuit, <laughs> goddammit. Gotten some chicken. First time I took a dick, he had an eight-inch one and and was thick like a log. Couldn't walk normal the day after. Oh wow! You don't know. You don't know about lube. Uh, yeah, like that's important and breathing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Breathing exercise. Breath control helps with a lot. Muscle control, breath control, mm-hmm. absolutely. My first time that I was with someone, I used actual suction on his stickhead, which got bruised. Oh, no. (laughs) He was, like, actually sucking the dick like a Hoover? Oh, man. That's sad. What? Uh, what this one says doesn't make I sense. I was so young. First red flag. Yep. So young, <laughs> but I was a natural from the feedback of my teacher. Now, perhaps this is just put in a way what? that it's someone who is experienced, and he was not experienced. Because, you know, we have listeners who are not from... 100%. We do have listeners from all around the world, believe it or not. But this sounds like you are not of consenting age, and someone who may be an authority figure has... Please let us know if we need to alert the authorities. (laughs) We We will. Put them under citizen's arrest right now. So young. Oh my goodness. Now I'm traumatized. Good. It's about damn time. I'm tired of being the only fucking one. <laughs> oh, here's another one. It could definitely be it, it, like this is a whole story in four sentences. Found each other on gay.com, went to his place, fucked the life out of me, came multiple times. That was like a like gay sex haiku. <laughs> <laughs> Was it not? <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, it's not a haiku, but it's very. It is to me. <laughs> it's for... It was damn. It is. It was damn fucking close. <laughs> I guess I literally, when you're reading it out with the pauses, I just saw it written out in my head with some beautiful calligraphy <laughs> on a nice. A hardbound book, uh, <laughs> part of a sexual gay haiku situation. Oh. Well, here's another one I find problematic. Even though oh I personally was active as a young 
gay person mm. with older gay men. I was 16 and he was 24. Oh, God. We dropped off his fiance. And oh, my God. <laughs> and he fucked me in the back of his company loading truck. Our sex question segment is far more entertaining than <laughs> anything on Hulu or Netflix mm-hmm. currently. It really is. Or honestly, quite. We a give lot you straight entertainment. In four sentences or less. Literally, a whole journey you're taking on just listening <laughs> to this segment. With one thing, just wait. Uh, yeah, wait four seconds. <laughs> we are here to help y'all be entertained. My first time gay experience was with a threesome with an older couple. You know what, y'all? I'm How? feeling weird. So basically, there are a lot of pedophiles out there. But also, how's your first experience with a threesome? That's got to be odd to me. I'd be so nervous. Right? I was nervous. And we'll get into that in a second when we reveal our first time Mm -hmm. answers. But with two people? Child, I don't know. Continuing that saga... Met oh, no. a stranger I met online that was twice my age and had bland as fuck sex. No okay, punctuation. This segment day. has literally <laughs> become to catch a predator. Uh, and I don't know if I could, if, if no, I feel comfortable with that. I'm okay with that. No. So uh, some more listeners are, have there. been groomed, and I don't like that. Well, let's get into our answers. Yes, let's please do. You go first if this time. If we're being honest. I was very young when I started oh, we know. having sexual encounters with people. I was very young when I started having sex. 15, 16, for sure. I don't even kind of, I kind of even remember. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like gay sex, maybe my, my first encounter, like homosexual encounter yeah. was probably just... Messing around, fooling mm-hmm. around. But it was always with people older than me. Because I pretended that I was older. Older. So I could get into places and do things mm-hmm. that I wasn't supposed to do. And and it worked. <laughs> I was tall. Like, and it worked. So I could get away with it. That I, is the truth. When you are tall and you're like 15, 16, you look automatically adult-ish. So I used to get into clubs, and my friends were... Like, one person knew I was still in high school, but I also was part of a program in high school where I took college courses at the local university. So, there you go. So, anyone... You gave off an air that you were older, first of all. On a college campus would, would have, assume that you were of assume age. that I was not 16 or 17. Much to your advantage. Granted, it was certainly obvious I was very young. So. I'm not. I want. I wanted to do it. I was definitely mm-hmm. all about it. I. There was actually one person for sure who was significantly older than me that I like chased down. Yeah. I just wanted to. You were the aggressor. It was hot. <laughs> I'm done. Ah. My first time, I would say, first time, like, actual penetration, gay mm-hmm. sex. Truly. Yeah. I was, like, I had already done the post-secondary thing in college, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I had moved to a new school. Okay. And I met my first boyfriend. And we really, truly, like... Yeah, in love with each other, and we were each other's like first mm-hmm. everything, everything. Yeah, 
And it was. It was like we got to explore and experience things mm-hmm. and learn about our own bodies and yeah. each other's bodies. And it's a good yeah. experience. I mean, I definitely count some of the stumbling experiences mm-hmm. along the way, but like the real first time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was that. It was with him. Yeah. Good for y'all. I know. What happened to me? <laughs> uh, I went from wholesome first love to Toho. <laughs> uh, doors open. Pandora's box literally was wide open. <laughs> no, um, I had my first situation, which was oral and making out with my best friend in high school, Matt Greek. Sorry, Matt. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Put it in there. Whatever. It's a common name. Um, and we we do things like a couple. We'd pass notes in class and all of that. And then one night his parents were gone. Didn't want him to be alone. So they asked if I would stay with him. And we dared each other. And it came up truth or dare. Oh. To kiss each other. Mm-hmm. And I went in full on tongue. And then that led to blowjobs, like, in his bedroom, which yeah. led to more blowjobs along the way. Right. For a long amount of time until he realized that he didn't want to be completely out. Neither did I, but I, yeah. was, I was fine with just keeping everything down low. Right. It was fun. Yeah, see, my first blowjob was with, like, a manager of a coffee shop that I was working at in his car. <laughs> Ours was actually romantic, shockingly enough, considering my past. I was, yeah, like 16, 17, and he yeah. was early 20s. Oh, there we go. Penetration, that comes with Batman, who I've talked about this before in the show. My ex-boyfriend, who was a sheriff. Yes. I'm not going to get into the whole diatribe about the Batman incident. You guys can go back. We've probably about it. Yes. If you're fans of the show. Then you know who I'm talking about. Hi, Sergio. He doesn't care if I mention his name. <laughs> and he, and I said this before as well, he was as thick as a fucking Coke can, and I do not, he managed to somehow relax me enough. Mm-hmm. To where I, it was honestly, for a long time, the only time I didn't feel any kind of pain, bottoming. And you think the first time bottoming is going to be horrible. Yeah. I was shocked that the other times after that with him actually hurt. What happened that day? And it was a day. It was it was like six yeah. p.m. in my apartment oh, in my god. room. Oh god! And I was nineteen, and he was twenty-four, I think, at the time. No, actually, I lied because I was already working at the bar. So I was like twenty-one. So he must have been like twenty-six at the time. We were adults. I don't know what happened, but something happened, and it just worked. That's definitely the case for me, too. Like, we were on the top bunk in my college dorm room. Mm-hmm. And there was just a lot of sweat and spit going on. I, I and we didn't know any better. He really and calmed me out. down. Yeah. And I've said this before. I will say this to the day I die. <laughs> He's the one that really gave me the attitude that I have today. Because I was very meek and shy, which I still am, for the most part. But he taught me how to stand up for myself, which in turn ended up us breaking up because... Blowing up in his face. It did. He, <laughs> he created a monster that, that wasn't going to deal with his bullshit after four years. <laughs> but we are still friends to this day. We just yeah. I just sent him a good morning text message this morning. Uh, but And he doesn't listen to the show. Fuck him. He does every so often. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Sergio, how are you? But no, it was... I. I Again, cannot explain mm-hmm. how... Sometimes you just go with it. It's fine. My first time bottoming was yeah. not a bad time bottoming. My second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh time, that's when it fucking hurt. See, my first time bottoming was my first time topping. Oh, wow. Because we were... That was kind of our thing was like we were yeah. both curious about both situations. Yeah. We flip-flopped all the time after that point, yeah. but... 
I quite honestly think that I just didn't have a good grasp on how thick he was. Right. I mean, I blew him beforehand. <laughs> but I just... I think I was more aware of my body after that and also how thick he was, which was extremely abnormal. <laughs> so I think I probably just freaked out. That's enough. Moving forward, I freaked out and, and I would tense up. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, that has a lot to do with it, your whole, like... Your psyche. It really does. Because I didn't know what to expect. To me, it, that first time, yeah, I've seen a lot of porn at that time. So I'm thinking, oh, this looks easy. So I'm probably thinking in my head, this is going to be easy. And I made it easy. After the fact, I'm like, God damn, he's fucking literally a Coke can. He calls me Red Bull for obvious re- for other reasons as well. <laughs> that joke has lasted for 17 years now. Um, but... <laughs> No, but really, like, I really, like, that made me go back and think a lot of it is really mental. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't that, like, he just, he relaxed me, and I was just thinking in my head, oh, no, it really please, is. bottoming's easy. Oh, definitely. All these fucking bottles and porn just, like, well, sit on the dick. Yeah. So course. I sit on the dick. They're on drugs. And, uh, yeah, I mean... First time is always going to be an experience. I think there are a few first times in life, but you could also start to break it down into like things you still haven't done yet. Oh, yeah. I just realized just within this past week that there are like scenarios and kind of fantasy situations that I have actually not lived out. Yes. We're not dead yet. <laughs> Well, because when you're with someone for a long time, I've had, oh, 100%. I've had a few boyfriends were like, we've been together for a really long time. Yes. So you obviously yeah. role play, you do all sorts of shit, uh-huh. and there's still stuff. Yeah, and also some things that maybe you weren't even receptive to in the past, and then you get older and you're like, you know what, maybe I will try this. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That'll be, a, that'll be another sex question later on. There's a first time for everything. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could definitely be introduced to some new kinks, that's for sure. 100%. Alright everybody, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our sponsors and our show notes and save some money by using our coupon codes. Until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.